0: Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this evening's Branding and Cash Flow Call. Glad to see everyone on on this Monday evening. Hope you've been having a great day. Hope you have an even better evening. As always, if you are in the position to please uncover, turn on your cameras so we can see your lovely faces if you're in the position to. If at any time you have a question or some thoughts that you'd like to give, if you're Camera is on, you can wave your hand. We will acknowledge you that way. If your camera is off, you can go down to the bottom, click on participants. From there, you will see a small blue hand that says raise hand. Click on that. And as always, you can always type your questions and comments in the chat, and we will get those read that way. Again, welcome to tonight's branding and cash flow call. This evening, we will be talking about self-concept and cash flow. Self-concept and cash flow. Uh, either with the blue emoji hand or if your camera's on, you can raise your hand if if you know what self-concept is, or if you're familiar with self-concept, if you just raise your hand. Anyone who is familiar with self-concept. All right. Well, self-concept is a general term used to refer to how someone thinks about, evaluates, or perceives themselves. I'm gonna read, I'm gonna say that again. Self-concept is a general term used to refer to how someone thinks about, evaluates, or perceives themselves. Because of that, self-concept has everything to do with sales, with selling in your business. And in life, there's a gentleman by the name of Carl Rogers, who is a humanistic psychologist. I had to go look up what that meant. Humanistic psychologist. Charmone, I will repeat that one more time. Self-concept is a general term used to refer to how someone thinks about, evaluates, or perceives themselves. Okay, I put it in chat so that you can have it how someone thinks about, evaluates, or perceives themselves. Carl Rogers, who is a humanistic, who was, the late Carl Rogers, was a humanistic psychologist. He was one who studies the whole person and the uniqueness of each person. Now, when I read that, I was like, Antonio might as well be a humanistic psychologist too, because he does the same thing. (laughs) But Carl Rogers, Believed that the self concept has three different components and I'm going to name them the three different components. He, he believed that the self concept had was the view you have of yourself, which is self image. Two, how much value you place on yourself, which is self esteem or self worth and three what you wish you were really like, which is the ideal self. And so I want to put these in chat as well. These are the three concepts that Carl Rogers believed that self-concept had three components of the view you have of yourself, self-image, how much value you place on yourself, which is self-esteem or self-worth, and what you wish you were really like, which is your ideal self. Now, what I want to do, because y'all know be my y'all know be y'all know me by now, and y'all know that I'm always in teacher mode. And as a teacher, I always like participation. I don't like doing all that talking, not just me. <laughs> don't really like lecturing. I want class participation. So, my question to you we're gonna break down each one of these three components. How do these three components affect you, your business, your products, your service, and your cash flow? We're gonna go from one to three. So, your self image, the view you have of yourself. Anyone, doesn't matter who it is. How does your self-image affect you, your business, products, services, and your cash flow? Now, don't everybody jump at once. But how how does that affect you? Go ahead, Mr. Adonia. And then we get to the. Your- <laughs> okay. Um, of course I'm in my car because what I do
1: I live in my car. Actually, I actually have a meeting. To go to. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, well, this is easy for me because it impacts everything that I do. So I have to presume most of us can relate. Self image is, is everything. It's, it's everything about sales, because if you can't sell you, forget the product, you can't sell yourself as far as, as, as being competent, um, as somebody that enjoys doing what you do is somebody that's knowledgeable about what you do. You have the skill. That image or lack thereof is going to be presented to whomever you're presenting to. And that's going to tell them potentially the same thing that your, your self-concept is telling them, whether or not you're competent and confident, and whether or not you do enjoy what you're doing. So it's everything. If you don't have some kind of control or some kind of, of positivity towards your self-concept, then you, you will not be able to sell, period. Period.
0: All facts. Yes, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Point number one, if you can't sell you, can't sell yourself, you won't be able to sell your product services to anyone else. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Donia. <laughs> Mr. Phil, go ahead, sir.
2: Yeah, I was taught that self-image is what you think of yourself. I mean, it's what other people think of you, what you think other people think of you. Self-esteem is what you think of yourself. So self-image is what you think other people think about you. And as I've said many times, most people don't think about you as much as you think they think about you. And then self-esteem is what you think of yourself. So a guy named, uh, gosh, I just went blank for his name. He did a whole seminar and he wanted to teach us the difference between self-image and self-esteem.
0: Right, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Self. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Peel, because when I was looking at this, I was when I read self-concept, I was like, well, isn't self-concept the same thing as self-esteem? And when I saw self-image, I asked the same question, but you broke it down. Thank you so much for that. Self-image is what you think others think about you. Self-esteem is what you think about yourself. <laughs> thank you so much for that. Um, Ms. Adonia, Antonio wanted me to ask you, or is, is he seeing you Monday? Said um, he, he I'm said traveling.
1: <laughs> I'm traveling. It is supposed to be Monday, It's just trying to figure out how. So I'm gonna say yes, unless yeah, well actually yes, because we, we, we yeah, we do it early. So yeah, I can still do that. I'm just I'm gonna be in the
0: east coast. She said yes, she's gonna be on the east coast. <laughs> oh, so, oh crap, that's early. That's later. I get to sleep right. in. <laughs> she said that's later she gets to sleep in. <laughs> If
1: if we need to adjust, we
0: can adjust. But I can talk to him offline if necessary. Okay, she said, if y'all need to adjust, y'all can. No, I'm asking just to get on her nerves. He said he's he said no. He's just asking to get on your nerves. <laughs> Tell him it
1: worked. It worked. He's on my nerves.
0: It <laughs> he said, Tell him it worked. He's on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to do it do, do it right in the middle of the call. Okay, all right, I sure will. All right, great entertainment. Thank you so much, Ms. For <laughs> for Donia. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, anyone else want to um answer that question. How does your self image, the view you have of yourself or as Mr. Field said, what you think others think about you. How does how does that affect your business, your money, your products, your services? Anyone else? Okay. Adonia and Mr. Phil hit the nail on the head. Adonia said, if you can't sell yourself, how are you, if I can't sell me to you, how are you going to listen to me about my business? So that's off top, that is off top. And also, if you don't see yourself with the self-image, if you don't see yourself as a salesperson, you're not gonna sell anything to anybody. You created your products and services yes for people so they can benefit from it but you you know you're not doing it for free so you have to see yourself as a salesperson because a lot of times we say it all the time people some people have a negative kind when you hear oh i'm in sales oh wait a minute okay i understand that but if you think about it you're a sales you're a salesperson every day you're selling yourself to someone somewhere all the time and it's not just because when you think of sales you think of business no if you got kids, you are selling yourself to your kids. Okay. If you have a, a mate, you're selling yourself to that mate. You sold yourself to have a mate. <laughs> okay? You sold yourself to that person to so let them know, hey, this is why you need to be my mate. Okay. You're a salesperson every day. The next one: self-esteem or self-worth. How much you how much value you place on yourself. Now, how much. How how does that your self esteem or self worth affect you and your business? The value you place on yourself how does that how can that affect you and your business?
2: <clears throat> Go ahead, Miss Michelle G. It affects it majorly. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you can't. Uh, if you can't see the value in yourself, then nobody else
3: will. Yeah.
2: If you don't know your value, you don't know your self worth, mm-hmm. and nobody else will ever know it either. They won't see it, but even if they do see it, it's not gonna mean anything until you do.
0: All right, Miss Michelle, that that's y'all was spot on tonight. If you do, she said. Anyone who missed it, if you do not see the value in yourself no one else will either i i've heard um people say a lot hey if you don't love yourself nobody else will either same thing same concept you've got to see the value in yourself so that others can see the value in you and so and so they can also see the value in your business if you don't have a good value about yourself neither will your products neither will your services Okay, Darren, glad you made it to campus. Uh, Ms. Michelle G, I hope you're feeling better. Glad to uh, have you on the call. I know you have been battling with the flu. But I I put in my notes just what Michelle G just said. If you don't value yourself, you won't value your products or services and then no one else will either. You have your high self-esteem and your low self-esteem. I'm gonna plug it in here. If you have not gotten into that overcoming low self-esteem, course, oh my goodness, get into that, get into that, because it will definitely help you with life and business. I can't sell a thing having low self-esteem. If I came to y'all, and most of y'all, most of you all I have spoken to about either the Business University or the Bureau of Dominant Speakers, and if I came to you all on the phone and said, hey, Vestine, how you doing? Um, We have the Bureau of Dominant Speakers, and I think you know, we deal with the speaking three times a week and no, he's going to be like, thank you, but no, thank you. you. I don't even, you can hear the low self-esteem in my voice. So you have to have the value of yourself, the high value of yourself so that people can see your value as well as the value of your business. Ms. Charmone said, you are your product. Low self-esteem will cause you to constantly second-guess your product or
3: service. We've heard for years that it's important to have a diversified portfolio. You know what I mean, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, that kind of thing. But if you've ever really looked at a breakdown of the most successful portfolios, you'll typically see a diversified set of real estate. So why isn't it one of the first asset classes you consider when you're looking to diversify? it's pretty simple it hasn't been available to investors like you and me until now and that's thanks to fundrise fundrise makes it easy for all investors to diversify by building you a portfolio of institutional quality real estate investments so whether you're just starting to invest in real estate or looking to add more our friends at fundrise have you covered and here is how to date Fundrise manages more than $1 billion in assets for 130,000 plus investors. And since 2014, the Fundrise platform has averaged 8.7 to 12.4% annual returns and investors have earned more than $79 million in dividends alone. Not only that, the greatest thing that I like about Fundrise is to get started for someone like me who hasn't really delved into the uh, real estate portfolio or the real estate asset side of things. To get me started, they have this wonderful questionnaire that you can go through, and it puts you, once you finish it, it lets you know where you can start and what you need to do. Also, the Fundrise team of real estate professionals carefully vet and actively manages all of their real estate projects. And with their easy-to-use website, you can track your own portfolio's performance and watch as properties across the country are acquired, improved, and operated via asset updates. So start building your better portfolio today. Get started with fundrise.com success to have your first 90 days of advisory fees waived. Again, that's fundrise F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot com slash success to have your first 90 days of advisory fees waived. Again, that's fundrise.com slash success.
0: High self-esteem will allow you to be out there selling. Charmone, you just made Antonio holler like a preacher. Um, <laughs> he is, he is given a, a wave offering. <laughs> but you are correct. I, it goes back because I, I, I always remember Charmone saying she was at an event. She had a booth and she was selling a product and 15 people came up to her and said, no, and she kept going and kept going until that 16th person said yes. If Charmone had low self-esteem. Probably by person number three, she would be like, I quit. If that, okay, Mr. Vestine said, so true. So true. But because her self-esteem is where it is and because she values herself very high, she kept going until she got that yes. No one on this call that I'm seeing has low self-esteem. If you had it, you don't have it anymore because you worked on yourself and all of you have businesses, products or services that you have sold. Therefore, you value yourself very high and someone has seen that because they have gotten your services, products or business. Anyone else would like to let us know uh, from a personal standpoint, um, how self-esteem or self-worth affects you and your business? Grace. Yes, sir.
2: One of my sayings is we are all yo-yos. Just some of us have longer strings than others. The key to life is shorten your string. So your ups aren't so up and your downs aren't so down.
0: Right, sir. Key to life is being <laughs> a yo-yo. Cut string. I like that. I like that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Mr. Donnie, I saw... That your Michael's unmuted.
1: I actually just had a question. It, it just, I don't know why it came to me, but in addition to, it, it, I don't know if it mentions in your research, but I think you can overdo it too. You can have so much um, self esteem as arrogant, and, and that can come across and, and mess up your sales as well, because you, if you make it all about you, and not about serving the the customer, then you also can lose opportunities and, and with definitely your numbers and your sales. So I, I don't know if that, it said that, but I, I work around a lot of arrogant people. <laughs> I just do and, <laughs> and, you know, and I get it. I mean, it's it, I'm in a male dominant field, so I get that, but, but I, I'm trying to teach them the emotional intelligence side of it and it's, it's a challenge I enjoy doing it because I like it and I enjoy them squirming a little bit but I really do think you can overdo it as well and that will have an impact.
2: Right, thank you. I, I think that's more to do with ego mm. they don't necessarily have self-esteem so they make up for it with big egos
0: Oh. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's about that's right too. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. about right. Okay, uh, I, we got to recap that one. Wait a minute, so, <laughs> mrs Donia said there is a flip side to that. To she she called it having so much uh, self esteem that you're arrogant and people won't want to you know get your business products or services. And Miss Susan said, well, that's because they don't have that much self esteem, so it goes to ego okay y'all <laughs> I, love, I love y'all <laughs> that is that is yes arrogant ego so that is um is the flip side of that um if I am battling with low self-esteem but I don't want you to know that mm-hmm gonna turn to that good old ego that you know and being arrogant uh I, I I know this already I I don't I don't need that information from you but this is how this is how much I know and this is how much I know that you need my product or service in our business. And if I come across to you like that, you're going to be like, no, thank you. And we'll go find someone else. Knowing you need my product, knowing my product works, but because of the way I came off, you're not going to do business with me. Thank you so much for that, Ms. Sedonia and Miss Susan. Was there anyone else out there who wanted to share comments or had a question? Lady Maya.
2: Okay. I'm not sure if you guys can hear me. Um, but um, one thing, I used, I used to sell cars and, and other um, car services. And so I would read the room or read the, the facial expressions of the people just to kind of not come off so, like, arrogant or anything like that. Because some people, you can kind of get away with it because they want to hear you. But at, at the same time, you got some people that will shy away from that, too. So you just kind of. You know, you gotta kind of gauge your um, your self esteem, or gauge just you know your approach.
0: Right. Thank you, Lady Maya. Thank you. Reading the room. Yes, that 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 does work. We heard you very well, loud and clear. <laughs> Reading the room. That is another thing that Antonio does very well. I think he's a humanistic psychologist and a room reader. We're gonna add those to the list. <laughs> Good old cognitive behavioral therapy. All right, we will be before I move on, did anyone else have any comments or questions? We're on self-esteem, self-worth, how that affects you and your business. All right, we will move on. The third one from Mr. Carl Rogers' uh, components of self-concept is your ideal self, what you wish you were really like. Your ideal self, how does your ideal self affect you and your business? If I were to start and I say, okay, this is how I want my business to go and this is the person I want to be for this business. And if I know I'm not there yet, work on being that person, work on being future self now so that I can get there so I know where my where I want to take my business your ideal self, the person I really want to be, work on that constantly, work on that every day, work on that every day, just keep moving and keep, keep moving, keep reading, keep listening to videos, keep, listen to my mentor, you know, you want to keep doing that to become your ideal self, now how, how does that, or how has that, your ideal self affected you and your business, anyone, don't be shy. Nobody on this. Or nobody on this phone call is shy. <laughs> All right. You want. You want to make sure that you continue to be that person, or work towards being that person, because you tell yourself, "Man, I, I love the way uh, who, whoever your hero is um, in in the industry that you're in." and you know someone who was doing a tremendous job in the industry you're in, and you say, man, I, man, I, want, to, I want to have, you know, be a person like that person. I don't want to be that person. So let's say, you know, you want to be a coach. Oh, man, Tony Robbins, I love the way he coaches. I want to have, you know, I want to emulate him. I don't want to be Tony Robbins, but I want to emulate him. When you work on, you see what Tony Robbins does, see what he listens to, see what he reads, and you work on being that person. All right, Mr. Liddell. Okay. Thank you so much. Can't talk right now. Oh, wait, Liddell is always working on Wilson City. That's what I call it, where he lives. Um, Ms. Charmone says, my ideal self causes me to carry myself in the way I see myself. My ideal self is a business type, so I dress the part. My actions mimic that of a business person, etc. There you go. Miss Charmone is on it. Miss Charmone, you must be at work. That's why you're typing in the chat. That's all right. Glad that you that you're communicating with us through the chat. <clears throat> but she's right. She says, okay, okay. <laughs> you're at work. She says her ideal self causes her to carry herself in the way she sees herself. There you go. And the way she sees herself, that has to do with the self-image, self-esteem, how much she values herself. So she says. She's a business type, so she's going to dress business. I can't be a business type and dress casual. Not going to work. (laughs) I look the part of how I see myself. And so your ideal self, I I love this. I'm going to stop talking. Anyone else have any thoughts on your ideal self and how that can affect you and your business? As well as customers. Excuse me. All right, y'all are a shy bunch tonight. Knowing y'all love to talk, that's all right. <clears throat> but I'm going to uh, recap the three components that Mr. Carl Rogers believed that self-concept has: your self-image, the view you have of yourself. Mr. Field said, "What uh, what you think others think about you." Two is your self-esteem or self-worth, how much value you place on yourself. And number three, your ideal self, what you wish you were really like. Now, there are, there are three other things that I wanted to talk about that I believe tie into to self-concept. And Antonio talks about it all the time. He didn't come up with a fancy name because he's, he's, he's just not a fancy name guy. He's, he says, I'm practical. I didn't, didn't feel like doing all that. So I call it the one, two, and three, okay? He calls it the one, two, and three. Many of you have heard of this. If you haven't, I'm going to introduce it to you now. Antonio's one, two, and three. One is the story you tell yourself and others. Two is your limited beliefs. And three are judgments and fear of consequences. And I believe these three also tie in to self-concept and your cash flow. For one, the story you tell yourself and others, that kind of ties in with how you see yourself. If I tell myself that I'll never get a sale in my business, guess what's going to happen? Never going to get a sale in my business. Oh man, I got to go out there and get 100 customers. Oh, I don't I don't know. And that seems kinda hard and impossible. Guess what's going to happen? <laughs> you keep telling yourself that other people are going to other people's other people are going to see see that in you. You don't have to tell them. You don't have to say a word. They'll just see it other people can people can sense things about other people. People can sense if you are the leader that they're looking for. People can sense if you are the person they are to do business with. And so the story you tell yourself and others greatly affects your cash flow, your business, your products and services. Before I keep going, do anyone have any questions or thoughts on number 1, the story you tell yourself and others? Okay. We're gonna keep going. Number two is your limited beliefs. Your limited beliefs. It still ties. It just it goes back to the the three things we were talking about. The three uh, components of self-concept with Carl Rogers. What I believe is going to greatly affect my selling in my business. If I'm limiting my beliefs and my belief system not gonna have great sales, excuse me. If I believe that I can only sell 10 products a day or 10 products in a month, that's my cap. I've limited myself to what I can do as far as my business. If I tell myself, okay, uh, I could do 20. I could do, you know, I can get uh, 20 clients in a month. Great. Now, if someone in your business, let's say you have a business partner and say, oh man, we did great. We got to 20 this month. Next month, let's go for 50. And you're still stuck at 20 because your belief is we can get 20 because we just did it. So let's just stay at 20 because that's where we're comfortable at. No, you're limiting your belief. You're limiting your cap of what you can do. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to have those limited beliefs. The sky is the limit. That's what the cliche is. You probably could keep going because they got a whole stratosphere, space and all that kind of stuff. But you understand what I'm saying. Your limited beliefs. Anyone want to uh, touch on or have a comment, question on how your limited beliefs can affect your business, affect your selling, affect your products and services? Anyone have a story of how their limited beliefs? They had some limited beliefs one time and it kind of in an affected your product services. Go ahead, lady buyer. Um
2: I guess I would say that um my limited belief before I got uh with the ATS was talking to people like as like you know, the masses type thing and and just kind of putting myself out there. I've always been such a private individual, but now I see that I mean I've always been really good on a one-on-one basis, but when it came to like really just doing this and really finding myself, and just kind of just you guys were pulling stuff out of me like left and right, and I was just like, hey, no, that's not right. That's I'm not ready. No, you know, and and I really tried to shy away from it, but I do appreciate it because you you made me see the value in
0: myself and I appreciate that. Well, congratulations to you, Ms. Maya. We are grateful for you too as well and we pulled up we pulled so much out of you that you started a podcast. <laughs> so I didn't know if you ever believed that you would start a podcast, but you, how you said you 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 looked at yourself, you didn't think you would be able to do that. And so I am very excited for you. I'm glad that we kept pulling and tugging, pushing and pulling. Anyone else, how your limited beliefs can affect your business, products or services. We're gonna keep going. Our last one is judgments and fear of consequences. This is a big one, a doozy. If I'm getting judged, or if I think I'm getting judged about my business, and how I run in my business, how my product, what products and services I render or sell I'm not gonna have a great sales experience. If I'm constantly thinking about the competition or constantly thinking about what other people think about my business and they really don't know about it because they haven't you know, researched about it or asked me about it, that can greatly affect my sales Fear of consequences. What if I don't sell anything? What if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? What if I can't get any customers? What if I can't get any clients? What if this happens? What if this happens? Mm, fear of consequences. You're never gonna. You're never gonna move if you have that fear of something that has not happened. It's only happened in your mind. You're never gonna move. You're gonna stay stagnant stagnant and you're not going to sell anything your business will go under you will go out of business if you continue to have those fear of consequences and those judgments take the cap off take the i I talked about this was it i believe it was it was on another call can't remember i I get get the the days and the calls kind of jumbled together it was either a thursday call or a monday call when i said take the governor off and the governor is things that uh, limiter that they put in machines, preferably cars, so that your car didn't go all the way to 180, you know, <laughs> when it's not supposed to, it kind of caps off and maybe hundred or something like that. Take the governor off your mind, take the limits off and just go out there and get it done. Any, I'm gonna recap, but did anyone have any questions or comments about the last one, the judgments and fear of consequences? All right. Well, to recap, self-concept is a general term used to refer to how someone thinks about, evaluates or perceives themselves. And Carl Rogers, who was a humanistic psychologist, studied the whole person. He believed that the self-concept had three different components. Your self-image, the view you have of yourself, your self-esteem or self-worth, how much value you place on yourself, and your ideal self, what you wish you were really like. And then Antonio talks about the one, two, and three all the time. The story you tell yourself and others, your limited beliefs and judgments and fear of consequences. These, all of these components can greatly affect your sales, your business, but you can all turn it around and be on the positive uh, note, be on the positive side of those things. Story you tell yourself and others. If you have a a great self-esteem and a great self-image, the story you tell yourself and others can be wonderful. I am a master salesman when it comes to my products and services. Uh, I don't have any limited beliefs because I know I believe that I'm going to take my business x y and z and then the fear of consequences and judgments i don't look at competition my only competition is the me from yesterday i have a great self-image i have high self-esteem and my ideal self if i'm not there yet i'm working on being her like charmant before we go does anyone have any questions or comments all right going once going twice all right Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this evening for Branding and Cash Flow. If you all are a part of the Bureau of Dominant Speakers, as soon as we get off of this call, we will be going on to that call with having fun, getting paid to speak with Mr. and Mrs. Phil and Susan Sorrentino. Thank you, Ms. Susan. I greatly appreciate that. Join us again next week for Branding and Cash Flow with Deanna and Grace. And I look forward to seeing all of you in 27 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, have a great evening. Love you more, Phil. Thank you, Mr. Bastine. Everyone, have a great night.